Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl, We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. Welcome back to another episode. You guys, today I'm so excited to chat to Caitlin James. She's a stylist and closet organizer living in LA. I'm so excited. I feel like we were just saying before we got on, I have so many questions for you just personally about um, trends, fashion, just the whole purging of a closet. I feel like I do that um, like every six months and it doesn't really do anything for me. Like I can't, I don't think I do it right. So I'm very excited to like sit down with you today, talk about everything, learn how you got into this industry, um, all of it, but thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm, I'm impressed that you do it every six months. That's amazing. I, I mean, try. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like half the battle, you know, like that's how, I mean, it's so funny. A lot of the things I do now, I thought were like common knowledge, which it, and maybe it sounds silly, but like, I remember when I was younger, my mom was like, you are not getting new clothes until you go through your closet and then we can do it. And I was the only girl. So she would break that rule. And she'd be like, can we go shopping? Can you go <laughs> closet yet so like I've just always been in the habit of going through my closet but that's I think six months is pretty good yeah well okay I was the same way I'm also the only girl I my mom loved shopping with me too but she was like hard on me enough in that way where it was like Elena you have plenty in your closet to wear and I was like no mom I don't and then yeah. she's like okay do you want to should we go this weekend I'm like okay yeah you know it's the same it was the same cycle so that's so funny you say that but I feel like parents are like I mean moms especially with girls it's like unless you want, if, if you want to shop and you bring it up and they don't want to, they're like, you have things you can wear. But then when they want to shop, they're like to their husband, like, you know, Oh, it's not my fault that she wants to go shopping. She needs something new. You know, <laughs> you just find any excuse. And I love that. I love that. Sure. Um, okay. Well, I want to jump in because I feel like there's so much to cover. Um, do you want to, before we kind of jump into every, and before we jump into everything, and I have a ton of questions for you, do you want to give like a little pitch about who you are, what you do before we chat today? Yeah. And um, this is good practice because I'm like, I need to shorten this elevator pitch. So this will be <laughs> a short condensed version. But um, so, yeah, so I'm born and raised in L.A. Um, I actually went to college in uh, Indiana University and I went to go study design. I didn't want to do like a fit type course because I wanted this like stereotypical Big Ten experience. I wasn't sure how I wanted to get into fashion and I ended up doing design classes and I hated that. Um, I did merchandising classes and I hated that aspect. And then I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And my mom was like, I think you'd be really good at fashion PR. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did communications. And I would say like, if there's anybody listening, whatever industry you're in, like I am such a proponent of like work as much as you can. Like I did so many unpaid internships, like throughout the end of high school, every time I came home from college. And even if you don't like what you're doing, it shows you exactly what you shouldn't be doing, which is also really helpful. So I like, like I said, I did internships in all the fields that I ended up not liking in college too. Graduated school, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a stylist. Like, I feel like it's like wanting, you know, to work with celebrities and that's just so far-fetched and I want to be able to pay my rent and all these things. So I went into um, television PR at CBS and um, didn't like that. And then went into fashion PR and literally like lasted two months. And I was like, I hate this. Like, this is not for me. Then I wanted to like get into the retail space, just get a styling little background. And I went to work at a company called Trunk Club that I don't really think they exist anymore. And that's how I started what I'm doing now. I had, um, we were based on like a quota system, like many people in retail are. And, um, I had to sell a certain amount each month. And I met a client on the side and 
she was like, I'll work with you at trunk club, but I need you to come to my house first and tell me exactly what my wardrobe is missing. So I went through her closet and then she was like, okay, do you have a list of like what I should, um, like we cleaned it out. We got rid of pieces that she didn't need anymore. She's like, okay, tell me all the things we're going to get now. And I, that's like, I always say like, I'm the worst salesperson. And I had like the devil angel moment. And I was like, okay, trying to think of all these expensive things I could sell her in the store. But then in my head, I was like, she really does not need anything. So I ended up telling her like, listen, you don't really need anything. And if you want to, I can just create outfits with what you your closet already has. And you're going to feel like you have a whole new wardrobe because I'm just mixing and matching different pieces that you didn't even know went together. So I ended up doing that and she was like, this is so much cheaper than shopping. I was like, yeah. So then she ended up like later on, you know, um, as she got bored of those outfits, we ended up replenishing her wardrobe with pieces that I would sell her. And then when I put back all her clothes in her closet, she texted me like a month later. I was like, hey, we need to edit and organize my closet again. And I will say like, I had a little bit of an ego with the art organizing because I was really into styling. And I was like, I'm not an organizer. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> and I just realized kind of like what I was saying in the beginning, like things that I found so natural of how you should put your clothes back. She thought were like groundbreaking. So then she referred me out. And um, then I ended up leaving the company because I was building such a clientele on the side. So um, that's how I got into really specializing in closet editing, closet organizing. And now I have a whole team that I'll do home organizing as well. And then, um, yeah, I even have like my first product that I came out with last year. It's been a year now, um, which are bikini organizing bags that help my clients organize their swimwear. So yeah, that is my whole spiel that hopefully I learned how to condense. <laughs> That was a great spiel. Okay. I have so many follow-up questions. Um, number one, I do want to say, like you kind of said this at the beginning, I think it is super important to get as much experience as possible. And especially, I mean, and it's hard to say this when you're not necessarily getting paid for internships. That was like definitely the rough part about finding internships, but it was the point of an internship is for that experience. And it's to learn like, okay, is this something that I want to go down? Is this not what I like? Like, and that's exactly what you were saying was you sort of figured out, okay, this is definitely not for me. Let's like redirect and find something else. But getting that experience, I feel like is so important. And I think it's just tough nowadays because people are like, well, I want to get paid. And that's just not always the case. And like, you can get, it's basically like, it's almost just as good as getting paid is the experience, which is sounds stupid, but I think it's yeah. so important. So I'm glad you touched on that. Cause that was like something that I struggled with too. It was like, well, I don't want to take it. It's free. You know, I'm not going to get paid for this, but it was so beneficial. Like in my personal experience, the free internships that I had to do, they got me connections. They got me way more experience. I learned exactly what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is rough out there at the beginning, but obviously like that's helped you so much. Oh yeah. I mean, I could go, that's like a whole separate podcast topic that I could <laughs> go on is like the benefit of, of internships. And I, if there's anybody listening that does really want to get into the celebrity world, because I know that can be really, really look really glamorous from the outside, but I um, got feedback from not when I was interning, but I was doing a celebrity stylist closet and um, they were telling me, they were like, it's so hard to find people that want to work uh, like do inter internships now. And even if it's not free, even if it's just a small amount of money, they were like, cause everybody wants to already be working with the top celebrities and do this. And there's so many paths and boundaries that you have to cross before you can get there. So like, if you can just really, really like hold out and just give yourself 
two years, even a year, like they will be impressed. So yeah, that's, that's my take on that. Yeah, I agree. Well, everything is so like quick. Everyone wants like instant gratification. Yeah, so I get that. It. it's like, Oh, I just want to go to the top. Like right now. It's like, well, you gotta, totally. you have a few steps to, to do before you get there. But exactly. um, I love this story about how this all kind of unfolded though, for you it was like telling that woman, like, Hey, before you just like spend your whole paycheck today, let's like reevaluate what's in your closet. Cause I think that right there is the biggest problem with women, including myself, where I have a full closet. I even have a second closet in my apartment that has stuff I can't fit in the first one. But yet every time I go out, almost every time I don't have anything to wear. I can't think of anything I like. I try doing the whole like you know, back to the basics. And I have like a color in every shirt and that's typically what I go back to, but it's like so hard sometimes when you you're online shopping and you see something and you're like, well, I have to have it. That's so cute. And then it sits in your closet for so long. So I like that you kind of like brought her back to earth for a second and said, Hey, like you definitely have stuff we can work with. Let's like, let's go through that first. I think that was, that's that right. There's the whole the whole issue, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny what you just said. Like, I'm like, I could fix your life in five seconds by like giving yeah. you like tips and tricks on based on even what you just said. Like, I don't know if you want to dive right into that, but like I, so like going back to the first thing that you said, um, is that you have a closet full of clothes. You feel like you have nothing to wear. So step one, if you had just texted me that I'd be like, okay, well have first, have you done a closet edit? If your answer is yes, then I would say you obviously didn't do it thorough enough in the sense of what I you need to kind of go and do some homework. So go on Instagram and start saving fashion inspo photos. And I'm talking about girls who are posting all the time. Like I will say that is the great benefit of fashion influencers. You don't have to buy every single every single thing that they're um, you know preaching to get, but just start saving the photos and save it in an album like fashion inspo. Mm-hmm. And then as you're going through your closet, let's say you're passing by a pair, like a bright pink shirt and you're like, I love this shirt. I never wear it. So you can have a realization. You can look back at those inspiration photos that you saved. And if you see that, okay, there's no hot pink in any of the photos I'm saving. This shirt that's pink in my closet has ruffles. I don't even like ruffles because I haven't saved one photo with ruffles. You'll be able to see like, okay, I can appreciate this top, but I'm not going to wear it. Let me give it to somebody else, donate it, sell it, whatever it may be. So that would be step one. That helps you purge a lot. Then naturally you're going to have maybes. And while I'm doing an edit, I know this is an extra mile and this takes longer, but you know, I'm doing it as a service. So it kind of makes sense, but it is helpful if you're going through your closet and there's the maybe sections, you don't know what to get rid of, or there's a piece that you come across that you're like, I know I want to keep this. It matches it's leather pants. And I have five inspiration photos that have leather pants, make an outfit with that foot, with that piece. And even if you're missing a piece in your, so let's say you needed a white top to go with those pants, start to make a list. And that way, when you're shopping, you have that list of what your wardrobe needs. But going back to creating the outfits, start taking a selfie every single time. I don't care if like you just got dressed and you're like, this outfit's not even going to make it out of the house, but I took a photo in it, or I decided I just don't want to wear it tonight. Save it in an album in your phone. That way you have outfits already styled in your wardrobe. You don't feel like you need to shop as much. And then my last quick thing is that you mentioned that you have basics in every color. So that's something that I find that a lot of women specifically, they'll be like, you know, it's summertime. And I realize I have no yellow or orange, whatever a summer color might be. And I'll look at my client and say, but do you wear that color? Because for Mm. me, I wear the same four colors. I'm in black, white, brown, or like some type of ivory. And it's like, that's not super exciting. But for me, 
I always feel good in it. I feel confident in it and I know I'm going to wear it. So you don't need a wide array of colors. Stick with four. And even when you're online shopping, you can just filter everything. So you don't even need to look at the yellows, the oranges, if you know you're not going to wear it. Just filter so that it makes online shopping quicker. You're going to buy pieces that you'll probably be able to mix and match. And it just makes everything easier. I feel like I just learned so much right there. Um, thank you. I know yeah, the, the color thing right there that you just said is so interesting. Cause as you said that, I'm like, you're right. Like I, there are colors that I lean towards and there are colors that I don't, but sometimes there's just something in me that's like, well, I don't, this is so toxic now that I'm saying it a lot. I don't no, have that absolutely. color. So I feel like I should. Yeah. And I get it. And then I maybe wear it once and never again. Like I wear it to just like, to, to make myself feel better or something. I don't know. Cause then that, cause I bought it. So I might as well wear it once, but then I never wear it again. I never go back to that piece. So that's so interesting. You say that. Yeah. I would say too, like a big thing right now for fall and still going into winter, red has been like the color of the year, Mm -hmm. you know? And my point to that is, again, I'm someone who likes neutrals, but I also do like to stay on trend. Like, I'm not saying your wardrobe needs to be like four colors and only capsule pieces that aren't fun. So what I'll do is I'll get red shoes. I'll get my nails painted red, which isn't even like an item that you're buying. I'll get maybe a red purse. And that way you can kind of mix and match pieces. And if I if I tell myself like, wow, I've worn this red purse every single day. I've worn these red shoes every single day. Well, then maybe getting a red cardigan or a red top, I really would wear. So I'm such a proponent of shopping slow and um, making more thoughtful decisions. So that's, I think the best way to do it. I love that. I love this. (laughs) I feel like I'm getting like a, oh, this is just helping me so much. No, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, I do want to, I have more questions about like the closet and organization stuff, but I do kind of want to rewind a little bit, like with what you do right now, you do, like we're saying the closet organization, the purging of the closet. Um, but you also are doing like styling, um, with clients. And I think that is in an, in it of itself, is that English? Um, (laughs) it's so cool. And I think what you were saying earlier is like with the celebrities, there's, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I have a little puppy and he's just playing with himself, but I don't want that to be in the recording. Oh no, I can't even hear it. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hear him now. <laughs> he's like, he's being right good. Now. He's like independently playing, but <laughs> okay. That's so cute. There. Okay. Wait, is his name there? Yeah. Shut up. We were thinking about getting another dog and we're like, only if we can name him Bear. <laughs> I love that. I'm dead. Oh my God, how funny. That's so funny. But I wanted to talk to you about that because I think that is such a cool job. First of all, being able to like work with celebrities, being able to just like be in the fashion industry and style people, I think in general is so fun. Like I always love doing that with my friends and like picking out clothes for them. So like how, so you talked about the internships at the beginning and kind of like having that experience, but how did that kind of like trajectory go and how did that personally go for you? Like, were there ups and downs of that? Cause I, the idea of working with celebrities is obviously glamorous. Like you were saying, it can be like that, but sometimes it's not as easy or simple as like, yeah, like I just kind of poof. And now this is where I'm at and I'm loving life. What were like some of the struggles that you faced kind of getting to this point? Oh my gosh. I, where to begin? Um, I would say, yeah, my internships and maybe even just living in LA styling celebrities wasn't wasn't something that I needed to even check a box or it wasn't really going to fulfill me too much 
And I just ended up falling into it um, and making those connections because I did when I started, I would try to do as much free work as possible. So um, one of my first celebrity clients um, was Heather from Selling Sunset. And I got her because I just, um, there was like a photographer in Orange County and I pitched myself as a stylist. She did photo shoots, more like family style. And I just pitched her and was like, if you, if your clients like need someone to style them for their photo shoots, when they come in with you, um, you know, here's my info. And, um, she was like, I'm actually doing uh, she was doing the same thing. She was like, I'm doing a shoot with, um, Heather and her family. So if you want to style that, like it would be free, but like, you know, it's, it would be a great thing for your portfolio. And that's how I met her. And I ended up working with her for a really long time. Um, and then just through connections too, I will say like, never, never like, um, cut out somebody just because maybe they don't have the influence that you think. Like some of my best clients where I get the most referrals are people that aren't maybe like quote unquote famous, but the world that they're in, you can kind of get, if you want to get into that celebrity world or maybe into a world where it just wide, like kind of expands your demographic, look at what that person does for a living too. So I have somebody um, who owns a salon in Beverly Hills and she does like every big person out there. And I reached out to her too. And I was like, Hey, can I put my service for free? Like, um, so that you know, your clients, when they're checking out after they get their hair done, like maybe they'll want to get a styling appointment, like so random, like cringy when you think about it. But like, then from knowing her, she's, um, you know, referred me to so many people. One of their good friends is Harry Jowsey. So they referred me to him and now I work with him. Um, so there's just little bits and pieces of how you can actually make those connections. But I will say my thing with celebrity styling is you have to be ready to give up your life. And that's not, um, it's actually not a negative about like a personality trait. Like you could be working with the best celebrity in the world. They could even become your best friend, but it's a 24 seven job. And it's like a nine one one for like a pair of underwear, you know? So I think that if you want to kind of have that balance. And for me, I was juggling so many different avenues of my business, wanting to come up with product. It just wasn't a long-term solution for me. And I wasn't passionate enough about the like celebrity world. Um, I knew right away, like I did a music video for Nessa Barrett, like way back in the day, her style is like completely changed now, but, um, being on set, I was like, this is a cool experience, but like, I don't need to be doing like set work. It's just like, I'm not passionate about it. So I will say like, I would get that experience doing celebrity. If you, if you're at all curious about it, because start sooner than later, but get ready to do a lot of free work, get ready for a lot of people to want to pay you in lunch and not in money. Like, you know, so I would say that's more like on the editorial side, but it's yeah, it's definitely wild, but you'll get some really cool opportunities, but like definitely don't do it with the intentions of like, I'm going to work with so-and-so and they're going to tag me and I'm going to become an influencer now. Like it's no, 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 no. It's like definitely not like that. Definitely, definitely not like that. Um, no. And I love that. And I think something, there's something so special about referrals, like, and and kind of like word of mouth. I think a lot of day or a lot of times these days, it's so easy to just like expect people to like, Hey, tag me in that. So like everybody that follows you can see my name, but for someone to be like, Hey, telling their friends about you and telling them like what you do for work and how great you were and stuff like that. Like there's just something special about that. And I think it's interesting that you say it's the people that you wouldn't expect that are actually getting you the most clients. It's just like genuine referrals. Like I, I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, even with product, I've realized that, um, you know, sometimes I'll reach out to people with millions of followers and I can tell that maybe they don't really love the 
product that much and like they're not super passionate about it and it doesn't translate and then I've had people with like a lower following who are just like they love organizing and they're like I want to show the before and after of my swimwear drawer and like I've sold out so and the same thing with styling when I first started I was like oh my gosh this person has three million followers they posted me and I cannot tell you I didn't get one follower but then I worked with someone who had a thousand followers and she was like I just had my closet organized and like so many followers so I will say like I think that whatever, you know, business that you're in, if you're listening, if you're trying to start something like really just more look at like the demographic of somebody and what maybe their followers would be into or their friends are into. And like, that's, I think way more beneficial than the number of followers. Totally. I love that advice. Um, so kind of moving into the moment that you were like, okay, I really like doing this. This has been really fun for me. Um, what if I started my own business doing this? What was that kind of like epiphany? Like, was that like a struggle that you had of like, I don't want to do it and like really, you know, go for this. Or were you just like, this is perfect for me. I'm in it. Like, let's just like get the ball going. Yeah. I, um, no, I am such a rule follower. Like I am, I like the second that my job was like, your health insurance stops tomorrow. I was like, I want to die. Like, um, I was so scared And, um, I don't even know what came over me. Like for a long time, like I used to call myself like an accidental entrepreneur, like it just really came on accident. And I will say like, I knew when I took my job at, um, doing retail, I was like, I know this is more to gain experience. And I, I had a gut feeling like this will lead me into my next thing. Um, but I knew it wasn't going to be forever. And to be honest, like I wasn't at like a high stakes job where I'm making like crazy amount of money each year. So like it, I knew that it wasn't a long-term solution. I was like, I need money. Like I need to also do be working a second job on the side. Once I started to do it and I was like, wow, people really like this. And like, I can make my own hours and like, I'm getting paid like more than I'm doing at my other job. It started to fall into place, but like, I'll be very honest. Like even last year at this time, like I had a gut feeling. I was like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I knew that what I'm going to be doing forever will always be with style with organizing like it's exactly what I'm doing now but right now I've also like at this time now this year like I've been working on my social media I've been building a brand like been helping clients work virtually too I used to only work with clients in LA and I've been trying to expand that too and help people you know create um checklists for their closet so they can organize it if they can't work with me so like I wanted to build something a lot bigger and that's why there were certain opportunities where like going back to the celebrity world I was like this can't be a long-term thing because it's an amazing experience it's an amazing career but you can't really expand and try out different avenues of a business like you could you know but um no, it's, it is scary starting your own thing, but you just have to put your ego aside too. And like, you have to be cringy. I've done so many cringy things. Like I can't even like, I could tell you stories and stories and it's just beyond. <laughs> okay. First of all, I want to say your, first of all, I, I love all of that. I think it is, you said the healthcare thing. It really, you know, touched okay, my heart. Right? I, <laughs> I too am dealing with that. Like love, it's so humbling. Um, love owning my own business. Um, it's terrifying. But I think just like trusting your gut and knowing that you were like, okay, this is something that I want to do. I think that's super cool and very just like admirable. Um, I do want to say like your social media is fantastic. I think like you really, you're just very good at like communicating something like in a quick way, which is kind of funny because you were like, let me get this elevator pitch down. I feel like I am so long-winded. Like no, I feel like, like, I feel like you're like, Come on, wrap it up. You got 
I feel like you're so straight to the point. I feel like it's very educational for somebody that is either struggling with like fashion tips or trends or like organizing any of that. Like, I feel like it's very helpful content and like, you're very consistent with it. And I think like, you're a great follow. I also love that you decided to like move outside of LA and become more of like, uh, you could do both like, you know, in-person clientele, but also kind of like virtual stuff. And if someone, if someone could just like message you and be like, Hey, like, can we purge our closets together? Can we, can you help me with this? Like, I think that's awesome. I think that especially, I know a lot of my friends would probably really need that. I just came from living with a three girls in a house together and we would do, we would call it smasher pass and it was purging our closet. So we would go through and like, we would do each room at a time and each girl had like a problem in their closet. I am like a sweatshirt, like loungewear, like fanatic. I have way too many things. And so all the girls, they would sit on my bed and I would go through my closet and like hold up a sweatshirt or like pair of sweatpants and be like, okay, but like this one, you know, it means a lot to me because it's like from call it. And they're like, toss it. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be like, pass, like, no. And I would pull out like a cute little, like cream hoodie from Abercrombie. They're like, Oh, Pat, like perfect smash, like keep it. So we do that. We go around and, um, go to everyone's room, like every six months or so and be like, we have problems. We need to, first of all, stop spending money on stuff we don't need, but also like, let's, let's get this going. So we just have bags and bags to donate. Um, but I think like girls, my age, I'm 20. Oh God, I'm 26. Um, 26, everybody at this time, especially me, I'm such a consume. Like I'm such the targeted consumer. I feel like, I feel like every time I go on my phone, somebody's trying to sell me something. I'm on TikTok. Someone's like, you have to get this on TikTok shop. I've never gotten anything on TikTok shop yet, but like I'm freaked out by it. It feels like not real money. And it feels like, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little (laughs) nervous. I don't think it's going to be for me. Yeah. It scares me. Yeah. But just online shopping in general, like it's so easy to just like click a button, get something that you think is cute in the moment. And again, like I said, never wear it or just like it hangs up in your closet with the tags on it. I think it's so easy to do that. And then yet we still have the problem of, we don't know what to wear. So I think it's really cool that you're providing a service that you can just reach out to somebody and say, Hey, like, let's like walk through your closet. Let's see what pieces you haven't worn in the last year. Cause like, I could think of probably some pieces right now. I haven't worn in a year or jeans that like over time I've washed and dried them too much. So like they're too small and I should just probably sell them or donate them. Like things like that, I think would be so helpful for somebody like my, my age, specifically me. I think I need your help, but like, yeah, anytime going back to impulse buying something that I've started to do this year for myself, because this year, like I'm at the point where I'm like married, saving for a house, saving for kids. Like I was like, I'm going to buckle down and like, I need to figure out like how to stop, like just being so influenced online all the time, because I love fashion. So like I preach to like, not really get into trends, but if you are somebody who really likes to dress trendy, like it's hard because it's always changing. So what I'll do is, um, I'll take links and like, let's say it's like a Monday and I'm like, you know, find the two things that I really like. I'll save it on a note app in my phone, you know, just like the generic notes by the end of the week. Like if you're like, okay, Sunday's my like lazy shopping on the couch day. I promise you, like, let's say you have 10 links, like five of those, you're going to be like, eh, I don't really, I'm already bored by it now. It, no, it's amazing. And I was just listening to um, 
do you do you know who Paige DeSorbo is? Yeah, oh, I love her. Oh my god. And she was just saying how what she does is because her co-host was like, how do you always like have something to wear and like you're always buying things, but without like how do you not impulse buy? And she's like. I have all my favorite stores in like a folder on my phone. And so let's say it's like shop up. She'll like go through and she'll make a cart and she does the same thing. Then by the time that she is like an event or she's like, I'm bored of my clothes, she'll just go to her cart. And she was like, so many of that stuff, like I won't even want anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, then I already have my things checked out and I don't need to like go back to the website and be browsing. When you're aimlessly browsing, it's, that's a scary place. And I do it too. And it's a scary place. It's a scary place. <laughs> I, I've definitely gotten better. I think, especially just like being an adult, there's also just the other, it's like the devil and the angel. The angel was like, you have rent to pay. You have bills to pay. Let's not like waste our money away. And then there's the impulse of like, just do it. So cute. I do feel like I've been getting better. And it's, I like the notes app of it all because I'm someone that like, will add everything to my cart in that moment. And then be like, let me sit on it for like three days. If I still think it's cute. And I've like been thinking about it then maybe I'll reevaluate. That's something that I've yeah. really been working on. And my boyfriend's like, my boyfriend made a comment the other day and said like, I'm actually really proud of you. You didn't get that. Cause I kept showing him. That's amazing. And he's like, just, are you going to get it? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, do you think I should get it? Like, it's so cute. Like I could wear it for Christmas. And he's like, I just, why don't you just think on it? I'm like, okay, I'll think on it. And for days I didn't bring it up. I didn't think like, I didn't, it wasn't top of mind and I don't want it anymore. I, I think it was just in the moment. It felt fun. There's something about like, there's like some, I don't know if it's like serotonin or what happens when you hit like check out. Oh, there's something in your brain. Yeah. It's like almost risky. It's like, for me, it's like, like people are adrenaline junkies. That's my adrenaline. I'm like, oof, like I knew I shouldn't have done that, but like, yeah, yeah I did it. I like, it's like, I think, cause I'm such a goody two shoes, like a rule follower to me. I'm like, great. That was crazy. Like <laughs> the thrill shop this week, the thrill, but it's actually kind of interesting, interesting talking about you showing your boyfriend pieces because I feel like right now, like, you know, women are trying to be not trying, but you know, we're all like really empowered. And I feel like a lot of times, like I, I have clothes probably that my husband doesn't wear, I mean, doesn't like. And, but at the same time, like if I'm going out on a date night or if I get something in the mail and like, I'm not sure if I like it, I'll always ask his opinion. If he doesn't like it, it kind of does affect my opinion. And, but then I have pieces that I'm sure he's like, I would keep and, you know, wear, even though he doesn't like them. And I'll ask my clients too. And some of them are like, no, I would never dress for like a man's approval. And then I have others that are like, well, yeah, I'm married, like, or I'm dating my boyfriend. Like, of course I want him to think I look good. So I'm curious, like when you're shopping and you're getting things in the mail, like, are you showing your boyfriend and being like, do you like this? And if he doesn't like it, are you like, okay, fine. I'm returning it. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love a haul. Like every time I get a package, I'm like, sit down. Look what I got, you know, and it's so fun, but I will say like, I don't dress for him. I dress for myself. He doesn't know enough to really have a, I mean, okay. He, his opinions are valid, but like, he doesn't know enough about fashion in my opinion to like really give me a hard or like that looks good because this X, Y, and Z, whatever. At the same time, I think he knows me and he knows what I typically wear. So like to an extent when he's like, eh, I don't know, that doesn't really like fit your vibe. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to be like different. He's like, okay, well then it looks good. I'm just saying. So there, there, there are times where I'm like, yeah. I don't want to listen to him, but he's also like, sometimes he'll have a point and I'm realizing maybe I just got it on a whim and it's not really me and it doesn't fit me, but I do. It is interesting to like, to go to a guy for stuff like that, for sure. 
Well, it's interesting because like I did this series, I'm going to bring it back, but like um, asking my husband if like he thought fashion trends were like cute. So like one of them was boyfriend jeans versus skinny jean because a lot of the time girls are like, you know, comment on my videos, they'll get very upset when I'm saying a skinny jean is outdated. And by the way, if something's outdated, that doesn't mean it can't be stylish. Like Morgan Stewart, I think is the perfect example of like, she's not, she does wear a lot of things that are trendy, but she'll do it more with accessories. A lot of her like day-to-day, like her jeans, I wouldn't say are like the most trendy cut right now. And it doesn't mean that her outfit's not stylish. So I was curious to ask him, cause I'm like, there's no way guys are like, Ooh, I love those baggy pants where you can't (laughs) definition you know like and it looks like a diaper but you know what I mean like versus a skinny jean and he was like oh no I actually do like the baggier you know jean or I don't know if you guys know like the underwear trend that's this is very trendy I don't think this is for the average person but like you know the underwear trend where you wear like sheer tights underneath oh yeah 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 like BravoCon they did it huge and um I showed it to him and he was like that's crazy. He was like, this isn't real. Right. So it was just interesting to see, cause I do work with, um, I actually freelance for like a matchmaking company and they hire me to style their clients before they go on date nights. And so I'm very interested, like, what do men think is attractive? What do women think it's attractive for men? So it's interesting to ask males, you know, opinions on fashion, um, yeah. what they cute or not. Cause sometimes I'm like, I look so hot. And um, he, maybe that guy is like, what is she wearing? You know, <laughs> I don't know. What is that? Well, it's trendy. So shut up. Yeah. I think it is. I think to what you were saying, like women empowerment of it all. I think it's great. Cause I think at least when I was in high school and maybe it's just a high school thing and you're young and like, you want to dress for men. Like you're just like, you're just trying to impress somebody that you like, or you, or whatever. But the trends back then were very like, accentuate a woman's body. So the skinny jean of it all, like the yoga pants, the crop tops, like all of that. And that was like, not for us. That was for them. So it's so interesting. Like as you grow up, how your fashion changes, how the trends will change. And I think like a lot of our trends right now are like what you said, the baggy jean, which like, I live in a baggy jean. I love like a wide leg jean. I love like a like a tight top or like a bodysuit and then like a baggy jean. Um, That's like my go-to outfit. So (laughs) I hope to God, my boyfriend thinks that those are cute because I don't think I can really get back in a skinny jean. I just, I like, um, like a straight leg. So it's like a little bit slimmer on the leg, but like, I don't know if I can do a a full grown skinny jean, like an OG skinny jean anymore, but I will say Morgan Stewart. She's the queen of a skinny jean. I will say, yeah. And she, she's doing like, like people always say, I just made a video on like pieces. Like, should you keep pieces in your closet? If they're um, now outdated, should you keep them in case they come back into style? Mm-hmm. So when I'm working with clients, um, they'll have their skinny jeans and they'll say like, do I, okay, are we getting rid of all the skinny jeans? And I'll be like, okay, well, are you wearing them? Because again, you can still wear something that's outdated and outdated isn't like people think it's like I'm really ugly. It's like yeah. it's hate speech. I'm like, guys, it's like not that big of a deal. You could still wear something if it's not trending. Yeah. Um, but so I'll be like, okay, are you wearing this skinny jean? They'll say, yeah, you know, I actually like I do wear them. And I'll say, you know what? Why don't we do this? Let's keep all the darker colors, but then we'll get rid of um, you know, the lighter washes, the rips, things like that. That way, if you know you do want to wear your skinny jeans, you have a smaller portion, but it's not taking up all the space in your closet because if like, for the most part, people are gravitating towards different styles. They're not really using the skinny jean, but keep like a few. And then if they do come back into style, you can go back to them. But like, yeah, you definitely don't want to keep like a bunch of like clutter in your closet. And same with the skinny jean. I feel like a lot of women are like, it's just too constricting, too tight. I don't like it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. I, um, 
I have quite, I have a game for you at the end of the episode, but it's basically like, what are your fashion dislikes and likes? And I skinny jeans is one of them. So I want to like, go, we'll get to that, but I'm so curious. Okay, I have so, so many perfect. like different pieces and items that I want to see if you're like, I'm into it or like, I'm not into it. I wanted to ask you on the organization of it all for people and the style of it and like the fashion of it all for people that are listening to this, thinking like, I don't even have my own style to really even have this conversation right now. Like, I don't know what my style looks like. I don't know what is trendy, if I should go that route or what. I just have random pieces that I've curated over time that I don't even really like. What was like, what would be your advice to somebody that just like, doesn't really have like a grasp on their style specifically? Yeah, I think that's exactly what I was saying um, at the beginning of the podcast too, with saving fashion inspiration photos, you have to do homework and you have to make sure that you're shopping really thoughtfully because when you hate your wardrobe is when you're going to impulse buy the most. And I literally have a guide on my website. It's called like how to shop smarter because I just feel so bad when people impulse buy and then they hate everything. Like it happens to me all the time too. And um, you need to start by saving fashion inspiration photos. My style completely changed this year too. I was like, I got very into the quiet luxury, but I was still very into like the Hailey Bieber vibe. And so I was like, I don't really know what I'm really liking. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be 30 soon. I don't really want to match with 20 year olds anymore, but I still like a lot of the 20 year old styles. So I started saving fashion inspiration photos and I was just seeing commonalities between like, and like similarities between every single photo I was styling or saving. And it really helped me decide like, okay, my style is just a mix of both. Your style can, by the way, be 16 different things. So having a visual is so important and it's going to help you get dressed in the morning too. Like I, for example, um, when I was working out this morning, I was watching Caller Daddy, um, Alex's interview with Paris Hilton. And she literally had on in my head, like a black, skin tight top and then a pair of black boots and a pair of charcoal baggy jeans and I was like I don't know what to wear today and I love how she looks so I'm yeah. just creating that it took me 15 seconds to get ready so like is this the exact top she was wearing no but it's similar enough I'm getting the same vibe and having those inspiration photos is going to help you get dressed quicker then what I should do after this podcast is I should take a mirror selfie save it in my fashion inspo folder too and that way like if tomorrow I'm like pressed for you know what am I going to wear tomorrow then um, I'll just scroll through and I'll find the photo and seeing what you're wearing day to day too. Like after you see the pictures that you're taking of yourself, you'll be able to see like, okay, I'm really, you know, gravitating more towards the simple styles. Now that's probably your style then. So yeah. I think visuals are so key. I love that idea. I think I struggle with that as well as really like honing in on something specifically, but like you said, you can have multiple different styles and kind of like curate it on your own. I also will do this on trips specifically. So I should probably just okay. do this for like day to day, but the mirror selfie, and then you save it to your, your notes app. I will do that because when I go on a trip, I, in my brain, when I packed, I knew what I was doing when I packed, but once I get to that trip and I open my suitcase up, I'm like, what are the, where, what's supposed to go with what? Like, no, I don't like that. But when I go to my notes, I'm like, no, look how good it looked when I tried it on. And I took this photo for this trip, like just trust your gut. Um, and it's so nice. You just like kind of scroll through your week on your notes app. And it's so nice to have that. So I love that for just like, every time you put something on, take a photo of it, save it. And remember that because obviously you wore it for a reason and it looked good. And then it's like, reference it again, do it again, try it a different way. But like, there's the yeah. reference in your phone. I love that idea. Yeah. 
And it's helpful too, when you're shopping, like if you're like, oh, I don't think I have a pair of charcoal jeans, you can open up that folder. And I bet you like you have 10 outfits in charcoal jeans and you're like, oh, right. <laughs> I do have a pair. Hey, <laughs> I forgot about that one that I wear five times a week. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what is an item that you think for people that are listening at home, like what's like the first item someone should be like really removing from their, from their closet or like at least like a good start to like the edit of the closet. Yeah, I would say, I think jeans are obviously a big one. Um, but since we already talked about skinny jeans, I'll do something else. I would say for the most part, I think blazers are a very interesting topic to think about mm -hmm. because technically a blazer is a trendy item, right? So mm -hmm. I'll have clients where we're like, they're like, oh, and I'm good because I have blazers. But then they'll show me inspiration photos and the blazer is slightly oversized or, you know, they're showing me Hailey Bieber, who's wearing like probably a men's blazer at that point. And we'll try on the blazer and they'll all be fitted. And so technically it's the same item, but it's not the right fit. And so obviously like that's pretty annoying because you're like, well, can't we just style it? You're not going to get that same satisfaction. So I think that looking at, um, pieces again using your fashion inspiration photos you have to really look at fit too and I find that with jackets a lot of people are like well I do have a leather jacket check it off the list well it's a really fitted leather jacket which mm. was kind of again a little bit more outdated now jackets are a little bit more oversized and the fit doesn't line up so you really should consign that item and then use that money to buy one that's a more modern silhouette um because you're still not going to wear it even if it's a leather jacket that you want to wear that night if you don't like how it fits you're not going to wear it yeah. Um, okay. On the flip side of that, what are pieces that you think everybody should have in their closet? I think, um, a black high boot right now is like a go-to. I think I wear mine, like I was about to say six times a week. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably about that. Um, but I would say, especially make sure that has a pointed toe on the front, because even if you're someone listening and you're like, well, I have big feet and I'm eight feet tall. Like a pointed toe is just always going to, going to elongate you, especially if you're someone who does wear a baggier pant, having that. And if you feel kind of like um, short and stumpy, I'm five foot. So like, I'm always trying to elongate, but having that pointed toe is really going to help elongate you. So make sure you have a pointed toe boot. I just think black is so versatile for nighttime too. I would also make sure that you have a light wash pair of denim. I think that right now, I thought that in the winter, like last year, obviously we're still seeing charcoal and black for this winter, but the blues, I feel like we're still wearing the light wash, that kind of like light vintage wash that we did in the spring and summer, which is amazing because you can just use those pants. You don't have to go buy new jeans. Um, so I love that. I also think a wide leg jean, even if you're someone who wants a more capsule wardrobe, I think that a wide leg jean is just a really pretty silhouette. Make sure it's a high rise that actually hits your hips. You might, your hip line, you know, might not even be a high rise. It could be a mid, mid rise, depending on, you know, where your hips are and your waist is. Um, I would also say a go-to jacket. So if that's a leather jacket for you, if it's a blazer, if it's a bomber, some body suits, I think are a must and definitely like a clean white tee. Um, I would also say like a white pair of sneakers are a good go-to, a flat shoe, whatever that means to you. For me, it's a ballet flat. So those are a couple right off the bat. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know I need a black boot. I think I got boots like two years ago and wore them once and just, I got like, I don't know if the word is cringe, but they were like, I looked at them longer and they looked more like 2008, like riding boots, not like what I was trying to go for, but I told myself oh, what they it. looked like. So I I've been on the prowl for like some good, like what you said, like pointed toe, like black high boots. I would just, yeah. I feel like it's such a staple for like the fall and the winter. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Great. I love that you said that. Cause I'm like feeling validated in this moment, but, um, <laughs> um, what are your takes on the capsule wardrobe though? We kind of talked about it a little bit. Do you feel like that is sustainable? It's like for people that don't know capsule wardrobe is basically having like the staples of the, of the closet. So like a white tea, like you were saying, like just to have like a little bit of those items that you can kind of rotate and kind of mix and match. And that's sort of what your, your closet is that that's a horrible description, but oh no, I think that's good. Okay. How do you feel about that? Like, do you like, do you think that's a good decision to make? What are your thoughts on capsule wardrobe? I think if you're someone who, because I get comments like this a lot, people are like, why do you care what's trending? You should wear what you feel best in. Well, yeah, duh. Like, it's kind of like a duh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that having a capsule wardrobe, if that's, if you don't get bored of your wardrobe easily and you're like, I just need like easy go-tos, I want everything to mix and match. I think a great example that a lot of people could relate to would be like, if your entire wardrobe was Aritzia. And I think everyone can be like, I know the Aritzia basics. Like, you know, when you're going out, you're going oh, yeah. to you can see the effortless pants, the bomb. Like we all know Aritzia pieces by walking down the street. They use the same color palette too. So I think, think about your wardrobe like that. If you're like, I'd be content with like having the Aritzia basics that all mix and match together and I would never have to shop again. Then yeah, capsule wardrobe is for you. For me, I just, again, I like to experiment with trends. So I'm like, I could, I would have the capsule wardrobe and then I would always switch out my accessories. I think that's a more sustainable way to do it um, because inevitably you're going to get bored. Like, I wish that it was an amazing world where we all bought 20 pieces and never had to shop again until they yeah. tore. But it's just like, it's not, that's not really happening. But I think Aritzia does do a really good job at like the capsule wardrobe for girls. Totally. Aritzia is so dangerous. It's so good. Like, I love if, it in there. If a client has never heard of Aritzia, they look at me like with their eyes watering. They're like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> Yeah, they all mix and match together. It's great capsule wardrobe pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's such a game changer for people that don't know. I wanted to ask you if you have any like funny stories or crazy stories with working with celebrities that you want to share. I just think it's so, people are going to be so interested that you are able to work with celebrities. So if you have anything like worth or allowed to share, um, I think people would think that's so fun. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to give like a realistic example that will like, if you're listening and you're kind of thinking like, do I want to go into styling, especially with celebrities? Like when I used to work with Heather for selling sunset specifically, like she did two um, reality shows at the time selling sunset. It was like a lot of these reality shows, it's very last minute. So like, mm. I'll get like a 911 text at like 9 PM I'm filming at 10 AM next day. And I need a glam outfit. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, we don't have anything prepped. Like all the stores are closed. I can't online shop. Like, what do I do? Um, and luckily like at the time, like I had a, I have a friend who does like amazing rentals and like custom gowns. So I was able to like 911 text her, like we need to like alter something the next day to like fit at 10 AM tomorrow. It's like 9 PM right now. So then I have to drop everything I'm doing the next day. Luckily, like you know, like I don't have a client scheduled. Um, and that's what I mean. It's kind of hard to balance, like having like, I want to say like normal clients, but more just like everyday clients versus like a celebrity schedule. And then you have to rush downtown or into somewhere in LA to like drop off the gown, make sure it even fits. Cause you don't even know. So like, and then, oh my gosh, in that same example, it was like kind of see-through. So she didn't have the right underwear. I had to like duct tape her like boobs. So they weren't falling out on scene. So <laughs> I will say like, these are like realistic type of things, but um, yeah, luckily I feel like I haven't had any, like, 
any like crazy things if you if you're following me I do like these fun skits with Harry and Netflix where he like dresses up like talent and we'll do it with a lot of like females so we did like we just did one with Jen Garner we did the 13 going on 31 which is just so fun because it's crazy we did like um a Gigi Hadid like Met Gala look we did a Lindsay Lohan look um all these crazy things so I will say like that project when I took it on initially I just said I could do it and I had no idea how I was going to pull it off like I like as I said yes I was like you are crazy psychotic you don't know where am I he's if you guys don't know who he is he's like six five like yeah I don't even know how like extra extra large <laughs> so saying yes to that project was hilarious but now now I like know where to go so I will, I will say like those are my two like like funniest craziest stories which yeah Oh, I love that. I love that. That's crazy with like the last minute of it all, because like as a stylist, I feel like you need the time to like really curate and like get creative on stuff, especially if it's like for a specific clients, like the last minute of it all that stresses me out. Like I'm stressed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And someone who like is like a people pleaser, like it's awful. Um, and yeah, like I would get things with like, okay, we have a fitting on Monday at 12 for the week. Oh, well now she has to go work and film. So like, she's not going to be there. So you can just drop everything off. And you're like, well, I have a thousand pieces of clothes. I don't even know what I like until I see it on her. Yeah. I don't even know if they're going to fit. Yeah. Um, so it's, a, it, yeah, that's why I was like, whoa, this is not my lane. But like, I give so much gratitude to like celebrity stylists out there. Like they, they're the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> they are the heroes. I love that. Okay. Well, let's jump into this little game. I just wanted to ask you, like I kind of mentioned earlier, like, what are you into? What are you not into for trends and just for like items? So the first one was skinny jeans. So I think we kind of got your take. Like you don't mind a skinny jean. You can keep maybe a pair or two in case, but you personally, do you like it on you? Like what's your, no. what's your vibe? I, when skinny jeans were around, I didn't even, I think I owned like one and I used to just think I didn't look good in jeans. And now thinking, looking like I literally, I hated jeans. Like my mom would beg me like, you look so adorable. And I'm like, no, I will never be caught dead in a jean. I just didn't think it was like cute on my body. And um, so yeah. So if the question is, are they outdated, trendy or not? They're not trendy. But like if a client was saying that, can they wear them and can I style them? I would say go with at least like a black or like a really, really dark blue. Yeah. No ribs. With that. I was okay. That was my next question. Rips or no ribs. Cause I can just picture like a pair of jeans that I had in like 2014. That was just like horrible. Like just oh, God. basically no jean. Like, I don't know why I knew I didn't even like it in the moment, but I wore it. Cause everyone else was wearing it. Just like the rips, the whole way down. I, I no totally oh. that and I oh I thought it looked like good like I in the moment oh, I was like hot like I thought it was so hot oh yeah and guys by the way like this applies to the men too so like if you're dating somebody and if you're shopping for somebody like whatever it is like I just got rid of all my husband's ripped skinny jeans and like all skinny jeans in general I was like you are not doing this they're gone they're gone and this household will not be having skinny jeans <laughs> <laughs> um okay bomber jackets what are your thoughts I like right now a leather bomber jacket. I think that the outdated ones are more of like the nylon. If you remember that, it was kind mm -hmm. of like, um, yeah, nylon material, which is like more of like kind of like a windbreaker, like workout type of jacket. Instead, we're doing more of like a leather bomber, which I actually think can be really cute. Cute. Okay. Anything low rise, like a low rise skirt, a low rise pair of jeans, low rise yoga pants. I don't know. Just anything low rise. What are your thoughts on that? Because it's coming back. It's kind of in again. I don't know okay like I love but is it practical like would I put like a low like I do these things called shopping guides where people can just buy like pre-made styled outfits for me 
I never put low rise because like, I'm sorry, like Kylie Jenner just had an interview and they were like, what do you feel most confident in? And she was like, my low rise jeans. Well, like, yeah, she is a six pack. Like I'm just yeah. assuming that not like she's, to me, she's like the 1% of the world. So like, I, yeah, I love the low rise trend, but like, I think it's just, it's definitely glamorized by, you know, I think certain people. Um, but no, I don't think you need to like invest in it. If you're like, I don't even feel confident about my stomach. That's not the area I want to accentuate. Like, don't feel like you need to play into low rise, but I do think it's a very cute trend on people. Totally. I think with me, like the low rise of it all looks so good, like on an influencer on an Instagram story. But if I, I feel like if I saw a low rise jean on somebody in real life, I'd be like, wow, like that doesn't look like how I thought it was like it was going to look. And I also feel like when you sit down, like, doesn't it, I don't know. There's something about it that doesn't, that feels like itchy. And like, I don't know. There's something about it. It's cute on some people though, I will say, but I, I just don't know about it. Also like, don't feel bad about yourself too. If you put on low rise and like, let's say you're like, Oh, I actually do like my stomach. Look, let me put these on. And you're like, wait, this is not as just to your point. Like we are taking pictures on an angle that looks really good. Like totally. celebrity, it's getting like a little Photoshop. So like, or like there might be nips and tucks that happened, you know? So like, don't feel bad about yourself. Like low rise is definitely not, I don't think practical for most people. And I'm not even saying that's because most people aren't as like, don't have a figure like celebrities. It's just that most people, it's very rare that I meet a client that's like, I want to accentuate my stomach. That's the only thing I want to accentuate. Most people, it's like, I like my arms or I like my thighs or, you know, like cleavage. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Denim maxi skirts. I've seen a lot of these on people like influencers that I'll follow, but I haven't seen one like on a friend yet or anybody in person. So I can't tell if it's really catchy on, but what are your thoughts on a denim maxi skirt? I think it's, I actually think it's very cute. I will say that was one I showed to my husband. I was like, what do you think about this? I'm very curious. Cause like, I like, I would style it with like a tight bodysuit or like, even I would do like a cute little, like, um, you know, cropped rib tank or something. And then like a pointed toe boot, let's say. And he was like, no, I, that is crazy. Like you look like, so <laughs> like conservative, you look like a school teacher or something. Um, so if anyone's interested, if their guys will like it, I do not think they will. I have one that's linen though. And I love that. So oh. I, and it's a little bit more like tapered. Um, Aritzia has some good ones too, that are more of like a trouser, like kind of material, but in skirt. So, um, and I was actually curious to see what would be in for like spring and summer for next year. And they were saying that linen maxi skirts will still be around. So like, I think they can be very chic. They're very like Sophia Richie quiet luxury vibe. Totally. Oh my gosh. Everything about Sophia Richie is just chef's kiss. So funny because like, I don't know if anyone's followed Claire Rose, but I feel like she's been the quiet luxury girl. And then Sophia oh. and like Brandon and she's amazing. Like I'm obsessed, but it is funny. Cause sometimes I'm like, wait, I feel like we've all seen this, but she definitely made it like very like Gen Z and like, um, very like not normalized is the right word, but definitely like more trendy for sure. She did it in a way that I don't know how it, like who's on her PR team or what, but the way that she just like came back out of nowhere was gold. Like, I don't know how they did it or how she managed to like captivate everybody in this country, but like she did like everybody's in love with her. It's crazy. I love that it's quiet luxury too. Cause I'm like, it's not so quiet. It's like, she's in head to toe Chanel. I'm no, like, I know like very not relatable, but love it on you. Yeah, uh, I also think it's so, were you ever like, did you watch the Kardashians when she was like with Scott Disick and have you seen like her fashion then versus now, like the difference oh, of it all? Um, 
Yeah, I think, have you ever seen those memes? And it's like, um, shoot, I'm like blanking on it, but it's basically like, he got me at my best version or something. And it's yeah. like, I mean, it just seems like so, her style is so affected by who you're dating. I mean, look at Kourtney Kardashian. Like, I oh I would love to talk to her stylist and be like, what happened when she started dating Travis? Not even that's bad or good. I'm just saying like, was she like, I'm dating Travis Barker. Like, we got to go edgy. Like, you're just, I think you're affected by who you're around. But yeah, I like Sophia Richie's. I, I don't really totally remember her style before. I think she was like more under the radar, but I love her style. I do think it's mm-hmm. kind of like for my personal taste, it's a little too conservative for me. Like, I'm like, I still want to like show off a little bit more while I still got it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think she owns it. I think it's really pretty. Totally. She's so great. Um, okay. I have two more plaid button downs. I feel like these can be controversial in a way. Like they're either very, very out or they're very in, especially during fall people bring them back. So I was curious. Uh, I literally just made a video on this and you're talking about like flannels, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think a fitted flannel out anyone that you're like tying, like someone commented and was like, why wear them to a country concert? And I'm like, yeah, that's more of like a costumey, like sure. that's all rules don't apply. Yeah. But if you're someone, if you're like, I actually really like a flannel. And that's when I kind of notice like you need to be able to style for not just trends and what's around you in LA. No one's, I would say like not really many people wear flannels, maybe guys still are wearing an oversized flannel. But then I realized that like my demographic, like there was people from the Midwest and they're like, we all wear flannels. So I was like, okay, you know what? Flannels aren't out. They're just, um, it's just, again, the silhouette kind of going back to that jacket statement before make sure that they're not like skin tight fitted. You're wearing them more as like a jacket. If you know what that is, or like an oversized jacket, it can be a good one too. Like if you're in workout clothes and you kind of want to look a little bit more put together and you know maybe throw on your flannel or if you're going to like you know lounge little outfit throw on your flannel mm-hmm. yeah love okay um leather pants oh always in. so I wear leather when it's like 105 degrees outside <laughs> I love leather obsessed I also love leather pants I um I did the same thing I think I wore them like at the very end of this or like in the springtime last year randomly I was like I just like we were going out it was like a night out and I was like yeah. guys, I just like I really want to wear them I know I'll get hot like when we're in the club but like right now I just feel really good in them like I just love them black no, brown love love like I will literally be sweating in a leather pant and be like I love this <laughs> Like I'm happy. <laughs> I'm like, so this happy. is where I want to be in this, this leather pants. Uncomfortable, yeah. but looking really good. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh my gosh. Okay, perfect. Well, that was everything. I'm. Thank you for playing the little game with me. I was curious what your thoughts were on all of those. No, um, so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. I feel like I've learned so much. I hopefully all the listeners are like loving this. I feel like everybody is like purging their closets as we speak. Um, I keep getting that comment. Everyone's like, Caitlin, I have no clothes after following you. Like, thank you so <laughs> I'm like, no, start slow, start slow. Like you don't do it all in one go. Like wait until you buy new pieces to replenish. <laughs> totally. Um, oh, I did want to touch on the bikini bag. You kind of mentioned earlier was like your newest product that you launched. Um, how has that been going? Where can people get it? What is it like? What was the purpose um, behind it? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm based in LA. So a lot of my clients have a ton of swimwear and we never knew how to organize it. Um, they would always be tangled and messy and gross. And my demographic, like 
big or small closet, I try to make your closet look like a boutique. And so I would, I used to use these like little bags and they just would break and they were so ugly. And, um, so I created bikini bags. So they're a reusable bag that you can even use for traveling. I use them all summer for like my wet swimwear, putting it back in my suitcase. And it's basically just a bag with a zipper on top and you can put a bikini set, even the matching cover up in there. Um, they fit extra, extra small to three XL and you just can sort all of your bikini sets in your drawer so that they're all separated. You can easily grab and go. And they're up on my website, sold in a pack of 10. And it's at caitlinjames.com. Amazing. As you're saying that, I'm thinking about, I have a big, I have a huge bin at the top of my closet. Okay. Yeah. All of my bikinis. And just like the other day, I was like organizing my closet and just found a random bikini. And I literally just chucked it up to the basket. And I was like, That'll be a problem for another day. It's overflowing. So I love, I feel like that is like nowhere else. Like, I think that's such a good concept and it's like simple, but like, I've never heard of it, seen that before. So I love that concept. I love the product. Yeah. Thank you. It's very easy to use. Like I always said that like anything I come out with, like it has to be something that you can use if you're not a professional organizer. And even in the beginning, I had to teach myself like all these crazy folding techniques I see online. I've had clients call me back and be like, Caitlin, like, I love how you folded my underwear in an origami, but like, I can't maintain it. And like, I need it to be like, actually like a maintainable solution. So like, I, I have literally had to go back to clients homes and like mess it up a little bit more. And I totally get it. So now, and now when I'm there, I'm like, is this a maintainable solution for you? And if it's not, but it looks really pretty, maybe I'll do it so I can take a photo of it, but like, we're not keeping it that way. So don't worry if you're closet doesn't look like Instagram, you know, there's an Instagram versus reality and organizing too. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's great. So everyone head to her her website right now. I'm going to link everything in the show notes. So it's super accessible for you guys to check it out. Um, follow Caitlin on TikTok because that's probably one of my favorite follows. Like it's so helpful. You learn so much so quickly. Um, yeah, love it. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is so much worse. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Hey guys. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Girl We Gotta Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. That way you never miss a new episode. You can also follow Girl We Gotta Talk on Instagram at Girl We Gotta Talk Podcast and on Twitter at GWGT Podcast for live tweeting and all your favorite pop culture updates. If you want to watch full episodes, check out Girl We Gotta Talk on YouTube and find all of your favorite episodes over there. If you like today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars or leave a review and let me know what you thought. I seriously love hearing your feedback. It really means the world to me. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.